I clicked record. He clicked record. I clicked record. Truly great news, everyone. There we go. Coming at you a day late, but many dollars short. Uh, it was 4th of July. I was doing stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Speaking of doing I, stuff, uh, I got I, I grilled some corn. I got a little of it left. I'm going to eat some corn. So you might hear me eating nice. might hear me eating corn. That's fine. Uh this this might be a produce heavy episode because uh we we recently had some fantastic grapes that were uh Producto e Mexico. Hensho and Mexico? Uh actually, I think on the bag it was <laughs> I'm choking uh, on corn. <laughs> I think it was French. It said Mexique. <coughs> so you got cotton candy flavored French corn? Grapes. No, it was not corn. It was it was grapes. Uh, they they were grapes from Mexico, but they they they're really good. Uh, and they say they're seedless, but they have tiny little seeds, like all grapes, basically. So you were lied to. Eh, I'm guessing it was. I the, think all seedless stuff just has tiny little seeds. It was the French. Are, it was it, the French influence. Yeah, the Mexique, mm-hmm. Mexique. See, in in New Mexico, they would call it Mexique, Albuquerque, New Mexique. Man, I do love how we just fuck up <laughs> names of places. Albuquerque, man. <laughs> what, what, what would it be? Al- Albuqua? Is that how it? I think it was a native name, and, and they don't have exactly the same alphabet that we do. Yeah. What's Detroit? Was that French? Was that's that, French. Was yeah, that Detroit? And Joliet for Juliet. And then, of course, the town next to us that is French that makes me laugh quite, not right next to us, but pretty close, Haverty Grace. Oh, yeah. Just an absolute classic town name. Hattie Grace. Yeah. I uh, I did not realize how bad we pronounced that as a people until I'd lived in Boston for a while. Until you watched season two of The Wire and you saw that guy say Lee Harvey France. And you were like, oh. <laughs> That's where they got the the Harvey and, and the Harvey that I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good old Harvey. But yeah, if you can get your hands on some of them cotton candy grapes, I'd go for it. Producte e Mexique. What's the, how's the flavor differ from a regular grape? <coughs> uh, they're like a white grape, but not as bitey. If nice. You can under- there's a certain dryness even to the the grapes that aren't fermented. You know, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. A certain sour dryness. Yeah. These these have less of that and more of something else. That rules, dude. I'm happy for you. But whatever the fruit Yeah, whatever the fruit cartel is doing down there, I mean, keep it up, guys. I you know, I hope nobody's getting hurt over these grapes, but if a couple of people do, might have been worth it. I don't know. I don't know. These these grapes justify a lot of crimes, is what you're saying. <laughs> Fuck, there's corn. Not a lot of crime, a couple of crimes, maybe. Many lesser crimes or like one big crime. Is that fair? I've seen a lot of big crimes recently, and no, I wouldn't go with one big crime. Okay. So just like a lot <laughs> of lesser go- crimes, like jaywalking. Yeah, like a couple of speeding tickets. Okay. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. Man, you ever try corn? I used to work with this stuff, you know, and and working with it, you you gain an affinity for it, but then a steady hatred of it. No, I'm just kidding. I still love corn. Stuff's pretty good. 
Yeah, I feel it makes it's the one thing at the grocery store that makes me feel good. You know, you know when you see people like squeezing fruit and you're like, knock it off, like stop, like can't be doing that. Just yeah, I'm the guy opening up the corners. Like, do we got corn board here? Like, how how even board? are the rows, dude? Yeah, gotta watch. It. I was grilling this corn, right? And where's your where's your corn come out of? You you got Cali corn? I I don't. California. I have, I have no idea. We're buying it from like a Mexican market Dream across the street. Nothing's labeled. It's just, lo- just loose, loose produce. I love. It. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm grilling this corn, and I'm doing the classic method as the husk dries out, peel that layer off, let it steam. You know, and I start. To, yeah, I, I, I know the method. Yeah, I, I take a, I take enough husk layers off that I realize one of them's kind of oblong the corn, and I realize yeah. it's got a second corn growing out the side of it that's. Basically the length of the original corn. Okay. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Just a boat. A, a corn appendage. Yeah, but like I'd say 30% the diameter and 80% the length of its host of corn. Of its host corn. <laughs> I'm considering it a parasite okay. in this analogy. It's a okay. But yeah, bonus corn. It was great. Then I walked Gotta away from the grill. Bonus corn, man. I walked away from the grill. I came back, the uh, that whole corn was missing. And some corn had been added to a salad. So I'm not sure if the little corn got used or not. I hope it did. Yeah. I hope it wasn't ridiculed. I hope it went on to do great things. I celebrated its life. Once I noticed <laughs> it, I pointed it out to the group. said, hey, guys, look at this weird little corn. And everyone was like, damn, that is not common. It was great. <laughs> nice. It's a great 4th nice. of July. How was, how was your weekend, bud? Oh, it was really good. Uh... Yeah, the station now has steps. There's two steps at the station. Ooh, baby. Yeah. What are we talking? Is this like a railroad, you know, railroad beam? Uh, is this no, just a board held in place with rebar? Is concrete? What we got? Okay, so so I got like 10-foot boards to uh, do the bracing for like the, the bottom of the, the shed. Yeah, yeah. And and so I needed to cut them like two feet off mm-hmm. to get like eight-footers to get my eight-by-eight prison cell. Cla- classic. Eventually going to ours are going no- to occupy. Ours are nine by nine. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So those extra two feet provided me with about six to eight two foot sections of of nice like two by six or two by eights, you know, depending on what I want to do. So I use the two by eights. Love that. Love that. Yeah. yeah. So now I got two steps I'm moving up in the world. Quite literally. Quite literally. Yeah. We both went there. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Love I wish that. I had thought about that before. The step moving on up connection. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, with with new construction comes comes destruction as well. Uh, so we had to say goodbye to one of the Adirondack chairs that you actually designed and assembled. Oh, really? It was the lesser of the two. Yeah, one and of I them think- was of a much lower quality. That was the second one. The you know the first one is the best one. You're like Lee Harvey Oswald. You just got you know you made six wounds with that shot. Yeah, love that comparison. <laughs> Mainly because he missed all the other shots. It's the Secret Service guy that got him that last time. I was gonna say as long as I'm not like a John Hinckley Jr. type of dude. <laughs> what that you're free now? He he failed. You're free to to you're free to bother Jody Foster. <laughs> he failed. 
Uh, he outlived Reagan. He succeeded. I guess. And I guess apparently at one point Jodie Foster did say that she was impressed by what he, like, by the lengths he went to. I think the quote's Eventually taken out it's of, impressive, yeah. yeah. I think the quote's taken kind of out of context. But she did say, like, she used the word impressed, which is odd. <laughs> Must have been before she well, had a publicist. It makes an impression, so is it impressive? We know his name. We're talking about him. It's true. Yep. But if there was no Jody Foster, I mean, would he have would he have done the same thing for I don't know Tatum O'Neill and like Paper Moon or something? <laughs> he's uh, he's trying to write an album now, right? Is it Paper Moon, probably. I think I think John Hickley Jr. is trying to crowdsource like crowdfund a country al- western an album. He, he wants like a seventies country western, like half comedy, half music type thing. I hope it's trap music. That'd be great. <laughs> I hope he's getting some John Hinckley mumblecore. Yeah, with Juicy J featuring heavily. Really, any of the Rari boys would be fine. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm out of my depth. <laughs> uh, three Six Mafia. Just the, the the Three Six Mafia John Hinckley Jr. crossover is going to be straight fire, fam, Fa- nice. fam. Let's see. Nice. But yeah. Uh, as far as presidential assassins go, I mean, you're the Leon Salgas of Adirondack chairs, like construction. <laughs> now we're out if of we're comparing. Now, now we're out of my depths. <laughs> you're you're a, you're a John Wilkes Booth. You're a genuine John Wilkes Booth okay. when it comes to assembly and Adirondack chairs. I'm a sh- if we're equating, I'm a shitty actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, that first shot, like, bam. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I just wish I wasn't, like, a known racist in this analogy. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Okay, so we'll go back to John Hinckley. You're, you're, no, no, you're Lee Harvey. You're, yeah, you're Lee Harvey. You had, you had a good first shot. Sick. Um, but anyway, the, the way that that second Adirondack chair left this this uh, mortal coil was, was on a pyre. I imagine it went it up made, pretty good. It made quite the flame. Hell yeah. Because it's yeah. it's fairly tall, so you can get some get some height. Unless it was yeah. was it bashed up a little first? Uh, the seat was intact, but the backing was off of it. It needed to fit in the car. So yeah, the backing was never the best on that one. That was that was its true weak point. And by it needed to fit in the car, like it needed to fit in the car last October. So it's been up there like over the course of a full winter, and you know it's it's been drying and aging, just just, just like us. Yeah. Just like fucking us. Well, speaking of drying. Nice. Hey, I took some LSD. Yeah, when'd you do that? Uh, I took that on Friday. Reagan was out of town, so I had a... Uh... Was it a whole pint? <laughs> are, are you better now? <laughs> I'm better now. Okay. Uh, you been, you been to work? Yeah, I had, I had a couple fellas over. I'm not going to say their names because I don't know if they want... Me to say their names, but uh, only one. I know of, their names. Only one of them joined me on the journey. The other one was just That's good. Was just present, hanging out. And yeah. uh, I found out. Gotta like a passenger. Now gotta get. Li- gotta love a passenger on the journey. Now you're gonna see where this is going pretty early on. We hadn't yet figured out what we were gonna watch. It was pretty shitty weather. It was it was raining. So we're like, well, we're gonna stay inside. We're gonna watch something. Plus, I got the dog. You know. So we hadn't figured out what media we were gonna consume. Is it the rainy season there now? No. Fluke, fluke rain. Okay. Also, right now, super humid for some reason. That's why I'm not wearing Left a shirt. Left field rain. Yeah. Well, I mean, it rained, right? 
So it rained rain, for like and four days, now, and then and now it's sunny. So the yeah. rain evaporates. Yeah, evapotranspiration but like just, makes humidity. It's just never humid here. It's weird, even post rain. Um, but yeah, so so we start watching some YouTube videos, get a little inspiration. What what rabbit hole we're we gonna go down? And then the, f- the fellows remember that last time I saw them that I'd mentioned that uh, Tenacious D makes an appearance in Biodome. I forget how this came up, but it did. And uh, next thing you know, we're, I, we're, you know. I've been in enough conversations with you, like 50% of them end up with Tenacious D ends up in Biodome. Yeah. Like, we get there at some point in at least half of our conversations. Yeah. So we watch the clip, and then I basically mention, hey, this is, you know, this is right around when they were were doing the show. You are getting older, but but I understand. I understand. Because, like, that would have led to, you just watch Biodome. Like, you would have pulled out the DVD of Biodome, and like... Guys, we're watching Biodome now. Well, here's the thing. They've seen Biodome. One of them had not seen the Tenacious D television show, and the other one had not seen the Pick of Destiny, the Tenacious D movie. Okay. All right. Back in. So, we buckled in for a whole evening where we started with The Masterworks in its entirety, with the exception we didn't watch the live concert. We just watched the TV show, the shorts, uh the like behind the scenes of the album stuff like this but we didn't watch the concert then one of the gentlemen departed gotta love to be behind those scenes absolutely you gotta see dave grohl young dave grohl young chinless dave grohl hanging out we also looked it up when they recorded that album i think jack black was 31 and kyle gas was 40 just makes you think yeah one's gotten grayer and the others stayed the same baldness yeah but also, like they were, they had that sense of humor, the sense of humor that like absolutely hit me like a targeted fucking nuclear strike right into the heart of at, my thirteen-year-old funny at bone. Your age, yeah. When I was thirteen, and they were in their yeah, yeah. They were one of them was older than I am now. I'm granted, I still think Tenacious D fucking rules, of course. But but I think my sense of humor is slight, absolutely slightly yeah. different. But uh, yeah, so we watched we watched all that. Well, it, if you made something that you thought was funny and a 13-year-old was like, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's all the encouragement I would need. Uh, but yeah, Just... we, so we, yeah, we ended up watching probably about five to six hours of Tenacious D content. Really the duration of the trip. Yeah, that's, uh, that's quite a mountain to climb. It was awesome. I highly nice. recommend it to anybody out there. Even if you've only dabbled in Tenacious D in the past. I would yeah. I would spread if, it on. If you're really into LSD but only a little into Tenacious D, why don't you merge the two? They go they're two great tastes that taste great together. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. That was that was that that was like that whole day. I mean, not the whole day. I was actually shockingly productive before too productive before eleven AM on a day that I did not have to work. I woke up, I drove Reagan to the airport, I came home, I walked the dog. I went to My, the, I went to the gym. That, that's enough. I then went to the UPS store where I got fingerprinted and had something notarized, and then I was home by eleven a.m. Way too. Wow. Long. That's like a full. That's you like got something notarized, and you got finger. Who who who's fingerprinting you at UPS? Uh, some woman who works there. Just a fun game we play. No, it's uh okay. That was for uh California. I need a background check to become a European citizen. Uh-huh. It's a whole. It's a whole thing, Jimbo. It's a whole thing. 
California. I need a background check from every state I've ever lived in, which luckily there's only three, but they're all different and they're all really annoying. Yeah, like I said, uh, you know, if you need me to strong arm some Massachusetts polit- uh, elected officials, I'm not saying I'll throw my hat in the ring, but <laughs> I know some guys who will. Vermin Supreme. He's got my back. Yeah. But yeah, so. Uh, I'll buy him a new boot. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that was that was kind of. I mean, the rest of the weekend I just hung out, hung out the dog. Then Reagan came back, had some people over yesterday, did some grilling. It was nice, nice. It was nice. nice. It's just a nice. Yeah. It was just nice. Yeah. So honestly, I I could have seen some really good fireworks, like fireworks so good that they closed down Sturrow Drive. Oh fuck! Uh, I know those fireworks. I, yeah, they do. They do them all the time. I didn't. I, I fell asleep before them yesterday. Nice. It, it was on a Monday. Like you have a three day weekend and you do it on Monday night. Like I know it's the Fourth of July, like the actual Fourth of July. But come on, yeah, come on now. Our neighborhood, but I guess went buck wild. I think so. that's how people want to end the three day weekend. I guess. Yeah. So San Francisco also has fireworks, like you know every city, but it's so foggy that there's no point in even attempting to see them. Like you, you, you just can't. They're fireworks for a select few. You, I think you basically have to be on a boat, like out in the bay, to see them. Like you just can't. I bet if you're in one of them tall buildings, like that pyramid, you got, you can, uh, you can see like flashes in the mist. Yeah, well, it does look like you're getting bombed from certain. We we did that last year, uh, but yeah, you can probably see it pretty good from the pyramid or the butt plug. Probably get a good view from there. But the butt, nice. the butt plug's sinking though, so you got to get there quick. And also, yeah, for the record, isn't. I don't think it looks like a butt plug. It looks like a penis, not a butt plug. Yeah. That's not what a butt plug looks like. People who say that have not seen a butt plug. Yeah, we got a building we call R2-D2, and he's got a hollow top. Like, come on. Yeah, insane. Just nuts. London's got a building they call the Gherkin. What's that about? What's that about? It's something about cucumbers? I think it's a pickle. Oh, it's a pickle. I think it's, okay. like, I think it's specifically a pickled cucumber. I could be wrong. Maybe they... Okay. I have no idea. Hey, how how come pickle is only for cucumbers? Like you pickled Dude, onions, pickled olives. I was olives. thinking about this nigh three days ago. Yeah, while I was on LSD. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a logical conclusion that one reaches, I guess, either after almost thirty four years of life or, or you know one acid trip. Well, I I had spilled some hoagie on myself. And I started thinking about the contents of that. <laughs> Never like spilling that hoagie, <laughs> dude. You can't be spilling a hoagie. You gotta keep it upright. Got to secure the bag. I spilled hoagie all over myself. Luckily, I, I still ate it all. I just lost a little bit of sauce to my to the absorption of my shirt, which goes to show you, kids, do not wear absorbent shirts. Scotch guard your clothing. Then you can get all that hoagie juice. Anywho, there you go. I started thinking. Yes, like. Pickling is a process. Basically, anything can be pickled, and yet there's something that we call a pickle, and that led me to, well, there's also something, like, I was like, that, that'd be like calling something a grilly or a cookie, and then I was like, oh, we have a cookie, but but it's not even cooked. <laughs> it's baked. Well, it's a bakey. And then, I so now I'm in there. Now I got Tenacious D coming in through my ears, and just what verbs turned into nouns for cooking processes could be what's the second most used term or like uh, what is second most described by the word pickle 
I think it's penis, right? <laughs> what? Somebody talking about their their pickle? Oh, just I thought you meant like or no? I guess baseball can... pickle. You got baseball pickle in that's there. That's true. Or just yeah. saying I'm really in a pickle, which yeah. I think Well, that's you know, a baseball. Yeah, but like derivation. yeah, but you, you can use it outside of base. It's it's I imagine it's comes from the baseball term, but it's it can be used outside. That's off base. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. The punsmanship. Uh, there's a lot of them. And I haven't even watched Ken Burns baseball in like nine months. Dude, I watched the Pacific. Yeah, I heard uh, you were trying to watch more violence and wrestle more <laughs> large animals. I, I completed half of Beasts, that. Yeah. if you will. Half of that goal was completed. I Nicely I, done. I watched the Pacific, and uh, it's like everybody said. It's it, Wait, wait. Isn't that why you moved out to San Francisco? Like, haven't you seen it a bunch of times? <laughs> I could only watch things from the coast that they depart from. Oh, no. I'm just talking about the ocean itself. Like, you've seen it. You've been down to the beach there, and you're like, watch it. God damn it. I'm just mad that I missed that one. That was a good one, and it went right over my fucking head. Yeah. It Uh, took me like a week to think of it. Don't feel so bad. It's been so long since I've seen the ocean. I guess I should. La, 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 la. Anyway. Yeah, it's not very good. I was thinking about... I was talking about it t- today, actually. How about that kid who gets electrocuted in Jurassic Park? How much of a <laughs> pussy he is in the show? He's in that? He's one of the... He's the pussy. There's a lot he's of pussies. The li- he's the little guy. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, that kid gets... Yeah. All right, well, that goes a- kind of against what I was saying, but I guess kind of not. Basically, everybody in Band of Brothers is famous or like half of them went on to be quite famous. like Tom Hardy's in there Michael Fassbender yeah, no in this there. is reverse they were they were yeah. famous before yeah like his biggest role was well before the Pacific yeah and then the main the, the, one of the dudes from the beginning who uh I forget where he's supposed to be from Lecky that guy I've seen that actor in some other stuff Lecky he's the guy who like gets demoted he finds the fucking pistol in the japanese guys camp and then they they confiscate it from him and he ends up in like the psych ward he's the, i'll uh he, I'll, I'll play along he's the yeah. one he's the one who in the, the third episode which is just like a love story between him and some australian lady what was that about what, what was that about I, I guess some people didn't enjoy the violence of band of brothers here's the thing like they hammer home this point in the show. So I'm like, if, if I'm taking the show from its own information, they kept hammering home the fact that, ah, oh, the boys over on the Eastern Front, when they when they get pulled off the front line, they get to go recover in England or Paris or somewhere like that. And there's girls there and food and drinks. And in the Pacific. Uh, Paris was only after like August 44. You couldn't, you couldn't recoup in 43 back then. It's true. But, you know, they're saying things like this, and they're like, because in the Pacific, you get pulled off the front line, and you're just still on an island containing only armed men. That's it. Like, yeah. no chicks, no food, no dry clothes. That's what world wars are like. And yet, in the show, Band of Brothers, there's like a couple of ladies here or there. You get to see Tom Hardy's butt while he's doing some sex to a willing participant. But it's just for a split second. But then, in the Pacific, there's like... Three whole episodes dedicated to love stories when they're while they're at the same time saying there are no women here, but also here's some women, but they're not here, but here's a woman. It's yeah, 
So even from like a a narrative standpoint, I was just like, what's what's going on? And then the the narration from uh, Tom Hanks at the beginning that seemed yeah. overly dramatic. And then Tom's Hank, yeah. At the end, when they're doing the wrap up of all the veterans that they've been interviewing, they're like, here's what they're up to. That show came out in like 2004, and they had updates from like 2009. So what the fuck is this? What am I watching? When was this made? I got questions. Uh, Did they just call I, a bunch of dudes deaths? Because they were like, he died in 2007. It's like, this show came out three years before he died. What the fuck is this? It did not. I did not press the Pacific remastered when I wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch the original. Maybe they need the IRL epilogue. I mean, if Spielberg's going to do his Spielberg bullshit on it since he did produce it, I want a bunch of fake alien animals edited into the background. <laughs> that and a lot of reaction shots. I mean, not these interview primary source bullshit. Dude, you're you're the guy who first pointed out that Spielberg really hammers down the reaction shot. Uh, just like Riff Tracks in Mystery Science Theater pointed out to me. Yeah. And so I knew I, I went into the Pacific knowing that. And there are so many scenes where I can't even tell. Like, it's two characters. Well, they'll witness something and then they'll turn and look at each other with like. So a, the, <laughs> there's like four reactions, them reacting to something and then reacting to themselves. Yeah. And I can't even tell how they're reacting. Like, they'll both have like a look of it's like it, there's concern on their face. But are they concerned for themselves or the thing they just witnessed or. Like you, like you can't even. T- and I think that's the point: is that it adds this level of drama, but it's vague and unclear. So it's up for the like the viewers' interpretation. So you could be like, "Oh, I bet Spielberg meant this." That's really he's so smart. When in reality, he's just yeah. like, just stare at each other for a while, and we'll we'll pad this episode out by like ten minutes. Yeah, honestly, like I, you know, just make a bunch of faces. We'll find the one. It was very weird. I I like that. You have such uh, deep and and well thought out gripes with the Pacific. I I <laughs> have not watched it in over ten years, so don't. The only thing that I can really weigh in on is is my dislike of. I think it was in the second or third se- uh, um, episode when one of the guys comes back home and he's driving with his buddy. And it might have been the kid from Jurassic Park. Like, he's driving around talking about how great the service is or whatever. Uh, but his his movie driving, like, is just oh. school bus driver, like, just cranking the wheel. So and that's, I, actually, that's the only thing I remember. That's actually <laughs> about the last the- episode. And that is. It's the last episode. It is the guy you're thinking about. That makes about. sense why he's home. Yeah. His buddy who's driving the so car. So that guy makes like, it. I'm sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> we win. We win, everybody. We won. The guy driving. dropped some bombs. We won. The guy driving the car like a cartoon character is his friend who got to go home earlier than him for reasons that are not made clear. And yes, he, picks him, up, woman. he p- picks him up from the train station. And yeah, like Fozzie Bear behind the wheel. <laughs> it's just waka, like waka, waka. <laughs> cranking his hands. And Next I know, stop, crazy town. I know they didn't have power steering back then, but like, come on. Who can't <laughs> act with a steering wheel in their hands? Ah, <laughs> oh, that was a good one. You've got you've gotten through nine episodes, you know, with a gun in your hands that you're not just constantly like kapow, kapow, kapow. 
Yeah. Also, I, like at the beginning, I was like, oh, sweet, John Bernthal's in this. And then he just gets blasted in the face. And like halfway through the second episode, I was like, ah, the one guy I liked. <laughs> ah. <laughs> That's, uh, well, we got to wait for the third one, I guess. What was the third front in World War II? Space! There we go. The anal frontier. There's so many movies about, or like references. Some of them are movies, sometimes like a little TV show, an episode or something, that like Nazis made it to the moon. What's that trope all about? Cause they ha- is it because they just had the rockets? Yeah, they had the good rocket guys. Yeah, yeah, the really good rocket guys. We stole all the good rocket guys. They wanted to to get stolen by us. Well, luckily, when we stole them, uh, they they decided that they were no longer huge, horrible, racist monsters. So that right, some of them just cared about the fluid dynamics. That that's the way they explained it. Yep, Werner von Braun <laughs> definitely did not directly lead. Uh, forced work camps to build his rockets. He definitely was not on site, witnessing all of it, not giving a fuck, encouraging it. Not at all. He's and a, then he's a cool guy. Turn, turn, turning those rockets over to a government that packed him with explosives and fired and them, them on at population L- centers. <laughs> fired them on London. <laughs> yes, uh, Paris still. Ah, good times. Did I already tell you nah. my fun fact about carrots? From World War II. Did I tell you that? I learned it a few uh, weeks ago, but I forget if I told fun, you. Fun fact me. Okay. So, you know how when we were growing up, they told us that carrots help you with your night vision? With your, yeah, with your jacking off too, right? Probably that. I don't see why. Or no, it's re- no, it's diametrically opposed. Jacking off hurts your eyesight. Ah, uh, yes. And then carrots help it. So, yeah. ca- you so if t- you eat carrots. To balance them out. And jack off. Yes. Yeah. So, that's all bullshit. Uh, and it was propaganda started by the british government during world war ii because during the blitz they had invented a way to get radar onto their fighter jets not just from the ground and so their but fighter jets carrots. well so their fight all the lights were out and the fighter jets turned their headlights off but they were shooting down german planes and the, they didn't want the germans to think they had a new technology that they could then try to you know investigate and steal and so they started this ad campaign saying the reason that the Brits were able to shoot down German fighters and German bombers and stuff is because they were forcing them to eat tons and tons of carrots so that now they could see in the dark. Awesome. Yeah. Love that. There are some super... That's why we know... Yeah. That's why that's... Yeah. And there's some extremely cool propaganda posters from back in the day where it's like... Because like you, you, like in London, you just had to have all your lights out at night so that they didn't know where to bomb. And so there's this uh, like a that cool like old like oil painting type of poster where it's a woman stopping her daughter from running in front of a car that's driving along without its lights on that they've like barely outlined, and it just says "Eat your carrots so you can see in the dark" in like big letters across it, and like a, it's very cool. But yeah, that's literally there is. The carrots aren't unhealthy, but they don't help your fucking eyes. That's not a thing. You know why the Germans got shot down? Jacking off. They were they got bad night vision. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> too much jacking off, too much white asparagus. They didn't know. <laughs> Goddamn Germans. Apparently the only evidence that the uh Germans bought into this at all was that they did start incorporating carrots into their fighters, their their fighter pilot and bomber pilots uh diets. Not to some insane extent, but God, there's there's like 
a room full of guys in in what was it the OSS that are just like high five and they're like look at all this shit that was a joke we came up with that when we were drunk I'm wondering if there was one of those OSS guys was a member of Big Carrot you know because it could have been anything but they picked carrots you know because they were probably tossing other things around they're probably tossing gherkins around and they're like that's what, why I think it's believable? a room full of guys they were just like. What's funny? Come on now. We we can workshop this. How funny would it be to see a bunch of Nazis eating carrots? Is that that's the funniest vegetable for them to eat, right? Now, how about cabbage? It's like, yeah, too leafy. I Plus mean, they love many cabbage. parts to they it. They love really. cabbage yeah. already. Yeah. They already yeah. love that shit. I, that's our that's our swear for them is their word for cabbage. Yeah. Yeah. We call them cabbage. <laughs> In a mean that's the meanest thing they could think of. <laughs> How about tomato? It's like, nah, we say that weird. We do we just, say that weird. We we don't pronounce it right. Carrot? Yeah, all right. Everybody's got those. Carrot? Some posh guy. <laughs> Carrot? But yeah, so there's your fun uh, World War II fact, everybody. Thank you. Keep eating carrots, thank though. You. They're still good. Yeah, Dr. Ben. Yeah, you can take that I, to the I bank. I hear they, they, they help with something else. No, 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 it's still eyesight. They help you masturbate. Yep, they do. The uh all the all the penis shaped stuff. It unlocks your subconscious. Whatever looks more like your penis will benefit you. So God forbid parsnips start benefiting you, because then you got you got a situation on your hands. Or or onions. Oh no. <laughs> or eggs. Get an Epstein thing going. Uh, Ugh. That's no good. Uh, so <clears throat> speaking of no good, my, uh, my meal right before this episode. No good? Was, uh, was a pizza. That's, yeah. That sounds good. The, the note that I have here for it is, uh, not even Crystal could save her. Oh, no. Chris, Crystal Crist- being the crystal hot, hot sauce. sauce. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That's no good, Jimbo. Ah, it's a frozen chicken, bacon, and ranch pizza. Not much can be done. Okay. What kind of sauce? White sauce because it's chicken or? White sauce because it's ranch. Oh, because it's ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the sauce was the ranch. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Store brand chicken, bacon, and ranch. Yeah, it's rough. It's pretty bad, but uh, not even Crystal could save her. Yeah. That's a, that's a low bar. Crystal can bring a wow. lot of pizza back to life. I hate to say it, but an Elio's probably would have been better than this. Whoa. They got to give up then. I also saw that Celeste has gotten higher in price. It's like a buck twenty-five now. Thanks, Obama. Twenty-nine. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, come on. Thanks, Joe Biden. Just somebody slapping stickers on the freezers at the supermarket. I did, I did that. that. <laughs> fucking. Come on, man. I did that. That shit's so fucking. Just to think that <clears throat> one person could do any of that. Like, I don't like him. But come on now. Don't be putting. Stop thinking the president's in charge of anything. <laughs> also, yeah, I, I, honestly, he said, come on, lower gas prices. And and what was it? Uh, your your favorite billionaire was like, shut up. You don't know how the economy works. <laughs> uh, boy, is my favorite billionaire an oxymoron. Uh, still can't wait for that episode to come out where I tell you how they're all don't need to be killed. Don't worry about that. Uh, that that'll be your, your next solo one. It's comedy. Yeah, we we do this for for nearly zero dollars. Uh, does does Amazon gift cards count? Yeah, uh, no, they don't. 
And okay, uh, cool. Yeah, public service then is what we're doing. Yeah. Oh, there's no point in us doing this, and I love that. That makes it that yeah. to me that makes it funny <laughs> that we have done this. That this is the first time I think we've been late by a day. One time we were late by like a couple hours, but uh, I think it's the first time we were late by a day, and we've done it for over two years, and no one cares, and that's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. If this cost us money, it would be like a truly reprehensible thing we're doing. But since it's free for us to produce, and I like talking to you, and I believe you feel the same, uh, it's just a very silly thing that we do, and I love it. Yeah. Having said that, uh, I'm on Jeff Bezos' side. Of this one. Of what? Just, hey, shut up about the economy. (laughs) (laughs) Also that. Let it do its thing. Yeah. No. Uh, Burn it all I'm, down. I'm not not preaching for reg- regulation or uh, deregulation, but maybe just maybe just everybody being cool. Maybe just everybody getting a little high, dude. How great would that be if everybody just got a little cool, huh? Yeah. <sighs> it just everybody got their d wet. Like just everyone just chilled out. Just. <laughs> Go to, knock it off. You know what? You know what? You know what we need enough with the with the tax credits that come out every fucking couple of years that are just to go send everybody in an orderly fashion to the amusement park of their choice. But they get to go for a weekend, not just a day. That's gonna free child I like that care, free child care during it too. You don't have to drag your kids around. They'll go have fun. You'll uh, go have fun. Time and place matter. No. Like, I mean, there's a okay, schedule. Action park in the 80s. Oh, like, that's, that kind that's of where t- I'd go. That kind of time and place. Well, yeah, I, w- I want to I go see people die at a water park. That you might have to ask Bezos or Musk about, you know, in time travel. Ah, I'm not asking Musk much anymore. No, I, I wouldn't either. Reagan got picked up in an Uber recently. There was a fucking Tesla. <sighs> Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> You won't catch me dead in a Tesla. And the reason is, so many people have been caught dead in a Tesla. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You, you, you just can't. Call it's me, the supermax of uh, the electric car. <laughs> call me old-fashioned. But car makers should be, uh, cars should be made by car manufacturers, not random psychos from Canada who pretend they're from South Africa for some strange reason. Have you seen his birth certificate? He was born in South Africa. Yeah, and oh, then he okay. moved to Canada when he was like one. So like, I guess yeah. As a, I feel like somebody else did the moving for him. Sure, but like, he, well, he, maybe he's a really smart guy, and yeah, that's that's his whole. whole I can thing. tell you right now, he's not. <laughs> I know that for a fact. <laughs> if he was smart, but people he, think he is. He, he's he, right, he's a good marketer. I'll tell you that he's a good bullshitter. If he was smart, he'd have invented anything anything at all what he is good at is uh suing companies into making is crediting him as a founder which he is not he's not a founder of paypal he didn't found it at all he's not a founder of tesla at all did he did he found ebay nope because didn't paypal come out of ebay uh that might be true but he did not found ebay he found he founded x the company x which technically acquired PayPal, but took their name because it was such a stupid name. That's the closest he can get to saying he founded PayPal. Uh, he did. F- I believe he is a founder of SpaceX, but SpaceX also hasn't d- 
done anything. I mean, like they've made some rockets that have gone up and not exploded, but they haven't okay. like done anything. You know what I mean? Like he keeps saying they're going to like revolutionize everything and they haven't revolutionized anything. And then, Oh, he's George R.R. R. Martinine. Yes. He, that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. On a scale, on a scale that we haven't seen in our lifetime, he's he's like, but it's like the reverse, you know. He's promising like death and destruction. Well, the the author was promising yes. like dragons and death and destruction, and this guy is like, I'm going to save everything, but really, it's yeah, yeah, dragons and and entropy. Yeah, he's uh, he's saying that he's going to uh, donate six billion dollars to end world hunger, and instead. He, he doesn't do that at all. He gets the press for it. This is where he's smart, Jimbo. The press was like, oh, he's going to donate $6 billion to the UN to end world hunger. And everybody was like, oh, my God, he's he's such a good person. And then he never gave them any money at all, ever, but instead tried to buy or is buying or bought, I don't remember nor care, Twitter for $44 billion, which is much more than six, uh, that would allegedly, according to the UN, end world hunger i don't think it would end world hunger because a lot of that stuff's man-made it's not environmental but uh it would help and he's got billions to spare anywho i'll step down off my soapbox fuck elon musk to death as parody yeah i'll uh i'll i'll just rape Jeff Bezos. <laughs> but <I> sarcastic, mean, <laughs> sarcastically. Sarcastically. Please. He's all roided up, dude. You got to be careful. Nah, I ain't scared of him. Good. You shouldn't be. He's quite old. <laughs> I'll, I'll take his gift cards. He does. He does have gift cards. Remember when he thanked all the Amazon customers for t- sending him to space? Remember when he thought that was a cool thing to say? I didn't realize, you know, me starting this this kind of relationship with Amazon because I didn't want to pay full price for college textbooks would end up in its owner going into space. Yeah. Like if you told me that's how that's how I started and, and funded a guy who'd going ha- into space. Who'd have thought <laughs> that a guy who started out selling books be- out of a claim that, you know, the book should be easier to get would then put basically 100% of mom and pop bookstores out of business and would then go to space, and when he got back, then decide, you know what we need to do? Open brick-and-mortar Amazon bookstores. I mean, incredible. Pe- Just people in- like that. Incredible. People like that. People love that shit. It's incredible. It's incredible. And this, uh, he's another managed to manufacture what? this, uh, you know, uh, came-from-nothing backstory, which is completely fabricated. None of that's true. His parents gave him a million dollars. Don't. He's Canadian too, huh? Uh, I think he's American. I think he is. Okay. Spark Klingon. I got to say, uh, other countries need to step it up with their evil billionaires. Mexico's got Carlos Slim. Um, Does he have something to do with the cotton candy grapes? Probably. Okay. Probably. He's probably involved in those lesser crimes. I like that. And then uh, I think Bernard Arnault. I think he's French. And the rest, of, and then the rest of the top ten, with the exception of Musk, are American. Musk is whatever you want to define Musk as. I mean, I know he's technically South African, American. Okay, but Canadians want to be American, man. Yeah, and then I think like the richest Brit is like, like number fifty. You think 
They, that's the thing, because the royal family's the not queen? the royal family's not on there. That's the thing. Yeah, okay. They, they've got it hidden right. too well. That's the thing. They need to. We need to see the docs. We need the receipts on that. Somebody call my guy in London. At Windsor, Scotland Yard. Really, Baker Street, Ireland a- Yard. Any of them. North Ireland Yard. Locked Ness. We need Sherlock Holmes on the damn case. Yeah, there we go. Yep. But anyway, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop complaining about how every billionaire should be killed because it's evil to have a billion dollars. I won't say that. I would never say that. I don't know. Shalid Khan seems all right. Who? The guy who owns the Jaguars. He owns a shitty football team and made his money, I think, through... It was either Autoglass or or like he, he made bumpers or something for for like one of the major audio man- manufacturers. Okay. Yeah, just like a big level production type of one client having billionaire. All right, he can be the last of them to get killed then. Nah. They're all getting killed. Nah. <laughs> he's definitely the easiest, so. I don't know. Warren Buffett doesn't seem like he's going to put up much of a fight. Yeah. He also apparently eats an Egg McMuffin for breakfast every morning, so he's got, he's knocking on heaven's yeah, door. That's like the third different thing I've heard people report about him eating breakfast. Look. Like, I've heard he eats ice cream, or that was on the radio like 10 years ago. I, I don't know. I heard it somewhere. You can't believe the radio. You got to listen to Audible exclusively. Yeah, Audible and, and Road Soda's podcast on wherever you find your podcasts. I think it's on Audible, which we're probably going to get yeah, taken off for that. Uh, I realize now the error in my ways. Bezos is great. All hail Bezos. <laughs> I'm just saying of of the billionaires, he might he might be you know not the most evil. This auto glass guy shot. who owns there's the there's, Jaguars, or Jeff Bezos? No, he's evil as fuck. But the most evil, like 100, he's like Bond villain evil. He's close. All right, he's got like he's it. got the world's biggest super yacht. He's been to space what and gonna, super yacht. What yeah. are you gonna, I mean, like, he's bald. He's getting jacked as an older guy. He's checking off, like, all of the... He's taking a piece from each Bond villain. Okay, all right, all right. So we're in the origin story of a villain. Who is the hero? The que- That's the question. Is it is it like a, a B- James Bond type, or do we get, like, an interstellar warrior like Thor? James, I'll tell you who the hero is. <laughs> He recently got paroled from jail. And his name John Hinckley is John Hinckley Jr. Oh man. Yes. <laughs> Somebody's gotta call him up and tell him all about I don't know, Catcher in the Rock Tequila Mockingbird, I don't know, uh, the Giver. Any of those books. Which one did he get obsessed with? Tequila Mockingbird? Um, sure. I think it was that one. We tell him I don't about know. him. We, Mark, Mark Mark David Chapman really liked the other one, the Catcher in the Rye. Okay, we tell him about. Oh, maybe it was just him. Maybe I'm conflating them. Regardless, uh, we give him some classic. We tell literature. him about Mark David Chapman, <laughs> and how great he. <laughs> What's that guy up to? <laughs> I think he's still in jail. Uh, well, we got John out there doing his best, trying to crowdfund. An album. I'll tell you one way that would help him. New, you know, getting your name out there really helps, and there's no better way to get your name out there than uh, ending evil. Most people don't get two bites at the apple. <laughs> uh, parody. This is parody. 
Yeah. We're making silly yuck yuck jokes. Absolutely. Boy, I am sweaty. I'll tell you, tell you that for free. It's still hot out there, huh? Or is it the humidity that's getting you now? You know, it's a it's a wet heat. Um, also, I've got all the windows and the door closed, which is my own doing. Yeah, you'll have that. I uh, I closed this window next to me. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I don't have any airflow either, but it's much cooler out here. And I'd say drier. We haven't had rain in a long time. Mm. Rain? I've seen a lot of dead grass. Rain? Never heard of her. Ooh. Yeah, it's... uh. It wasn't really that much rain either. It was just kind of wet. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of shitty. Just, just a wetness, just a moistness just settled a, in over the city. It was a damp weekend. Or did it did it come up from below, the moistness? From underneath. Ah. Hard to say. Hard to say. I got to check the Doppler. Needed to escape. Yeah, but uh, yeah, basically the whole time Reagan was in L.A., the weather here was shitty. So I just hung out inside, which I probably would have done anyway, but I had an excuse to do that. So... That's nice, and and I take I take the I take the boy on his walks. You know that gets me out of the house. There you go. There we go. Yeah, mix it up with some locals, the randoms. That's what. That's why I do what I do. Yeah, yeah. That's why I yeah show up in people's backyards unannounced. Just go hey, in bright colored clothing. What are these carrots? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know I can see you. You know why <laughs> carrots? Yeah, but, cabbage over there. But you may notice what I'm not doing. Masturbating. Again, thanks to these carrots. You'll see my palms, they're bald. Bald palms. Yeah, I got I got some bald palms. Actually, I stayed at a bald palms resort. I was trying to think what bald palms would be. It would totally be a Definitely resort. Definitely a resort. Totally yeah. a resort. Bald bald palms is... Uh, what would the theme of it be? Would it... Uh, Mormon... I was almost thinking swingers, but I think you're right. It's a really horny religious place. Yeah. Like where I mean, sex they is d- taboo. They don't jack off. Yeah, sex is taboo, but because of that, it's just a really horny place. Oh, the Oneida cult. They're just pull out game strong. I like the Oneida cult. We just eat, <laughs> yeah. eat crinkle cut fries. Oneida. <laughs> oh, 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 Oneida. Crinkle cut. Wow. How's that? Is that anything? <laughs> That's fantastic. That's way better than the jingle that I uh, I tried to parody. What's that? Uh, you remember when somebody challenged us to the limerick thing? <laughs> yeah, somebody. Absolutely. We just, yeah. I, pro- yeah. I promised we'd do it. We just didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry about that. No, mine was uh, making fun of like a regional radio ad for Arch Painting. Nice. Yeah, sure. Arch painting, your vision come to life. And I, you know, I, I went with the good, bad, the ugly. Uh, Arch Stanton, the treasure of your life. You know, because that's Absolutely. where the un- unmarked grave next to Arch Stanton. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of sort of local places, Re- Reagan comes back from uh, L.A. and she goes, oh, we had these good sandwiches. You ever heard of a place called Capriotis? What, Cipriones? And I was just like, oh, shit. It's uh, they got a sandwich that they're known for, right? The Robert, the Capistrabi. But yeah, so uh, she had her first Capriati's experience down in L.A. Nice. She got the. Have bo- you guys been to Vegas? She got the Bobby. 
I hear they got a bunch out in Vegas. We've been there, but I I haven't I haven't been to a Capri. I haven't been to a, a, a non East Coast. They're in Coast. some tough areas. Yeah, I, I I stick to the East Coast Capriotis. And then I told her about how you know not only am I aware of Capriotis, it's it's, it's a great hoagie restaurant, and that's also where James had his most recent like time dilation twilight no, zone second most recent second what was the most recent one i forget but there was there's been another or has it not happened yet but will happen soon ah uh, it's just another point of divergence because it could be recent into the future is, is is it like absolute value where if that was two no. years ago but something's going to happen one year in the future it's closer is it like that no, my my life's more like butterfly effect where I got the journal and, and it's just some points in my life that I can change. So I haven't seen the butterfly effect in a long, long time. But I yeah. remember at one point Ashton Kutcher <laughs> is trying to convince the girl in the in, like the, the love interest, who I totally forget who it is. Uh, he's he's trying to convince her in like an alternate reality. Smart. Is it Amy Smart? Uh, this, uh, the big-eared smart girl. Amy Smart, yeah. He's trying to convince her that he knows her. And at this point, I think she's just fully a prostitute in this alternate reality. And uh, Yeah, she's got the big scar on her face. Yeah, and she's like, no, we've never met. And he's like, no, trust me, like, we've fallen in love before. And when you have an orgasm, your toes curl. And it's like, and she's like, oh, my God, he totally does know me somehow. It's like, like, first of all, sex work is work. But, like, I'm just saying... People have probably seen you do that. I'm not willing to like just assume alternate reality. And then that's also not the most uncommon react. It's just she was willing to accept the craziest fucking story based on a random sentence. I always had a yeah, problem with not just we blew up a neighbor lady because that still happened in their shared past. I had a yeah, I had a I had a problem with that part of the movie. But yeah, they did blow up their neighbor. <laughs> I wanted to watch the sequels. They made sequels to that, and I feel like they have to be garbage. There's no way they're good, but I, I, I have a feeling they're fun bad, like enjoyably bad. Well, you already know the trick, and exactly. they've already they've already hit you with a twist ending. So yeah, it's just what other cool story do you want to pl- skip around? Do you want to play jumper with? Basically, so let's see. There's a butterfly effect too. When does Yancey Butler start making her way into these movies? Um, When did it go to sci-fi? I got to say, I don't recognize any of the top six people in the cast. And let's see see if there's a three. It's probably in order of importance, too. Ooh, there's a three. These came out every three years after the first one. Um... Was the first one when we were in middle school or high school? Uh, it says here 2003. Okay. I give you high school then. Oh, sorry. 2004. Wow. 2004. Definitely high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's a it's a thriller. I forgot Ethan Suppies in that. Bad movie. Yeah. But it's it's good for a LARF. If you haven't seen it, and uh, yeah, we kind of ruined it, but whatever. Watch uh, watch the sequels. You know what? Go back in time. Damn. It's it not what they do. It was an absolute fucking financial smash. Low, low budget film. 13 mil. Yeah, because your lead is Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> yeah. 
He's used to that that seventy show money. Yeah. And yeah. like we'll pay you what it costs for two episodes. That's that's like an hour of, of runtime. Oh okay. shit, cool. Yeah. I'm gonna go help fund Airbnb with this money. Victoria's secret. Yeah? I hope not. I hope he just walked down the runway like an idiot for no reason. That would be that would be good. Yeah. Well that'd hey. be better. Um I'd like to say I'm sorry for the episode being a day late, but I'm I'm the only thing I'm sorry about is not, not is not talking to you yesterday, buddy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no. Uh America needed the day off from us, quite honestly. They they really did. America's been through a lot lately, and most of yeah. it is its they, own fault. But And we keep we keep doing it. We just and keep for some reason doing we it. need more time night more time. Yep. Off. Yeah, just give us more time off. Yep. So uh come on work. Cancel work. Yeah, we'll see you uh, next Monday, probably. Who knows? Who fucking knows? It's a, it's a brave new world out there. Yeah. Thanks. Maybe o- next Tuesday. Thanks, Obama. Or or for the listener, maybe next Wednesday, uh, 30 years from now. And here's the other Who thing. Knows? You can listen to all these episodes on Wednesdays if you want. You can listen to them really anytime after they come out. You can listen to them. You know? Like, that's to- yeah. totally on you. Whenever you want. No way. Yeah, dude. No way. For realsies. But, uh, but yeah, you got any <laughs> advice for anybody who wants to time travel and possibly give John Hinckley Jr. some reading material? <sighs> I couldn't. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.